This Show's Podcast, episode 65. You can feel free to email us. Is it really 65? 65. Wow. That's right. Just, okay. just hitting our stride. Uh, email uh, visceros at gmail.com. Uh, follow the Instagram. I just, I've been, I've been having some fun with Instagram. Um, I, uh, I posted a photo of a bottle. I don't know if you saw this. Um, it's Game of Thrones branded, um, whiskey. Um, was, was that you that I was having this conversation with? Maybe it was someone else. Oh, I don't think so. I, I just saw it and took a photo of it, but it's, it's White Walker by Johnny Walker. So it's I, like a, I saw that. That was pretty cool. It's official, yeah, official like Johnny Walker whiskey, but it's it's got the Johnny Walker guy in the top hat. He's sort of got the the White Walker look with the blue skin. It's got a blue top hat. Uh, um, apparently there's there's like a whole uh, a whole line. I don't know who's making them, like what brand. Um, but when I when I saw that, that reminded me that I guess it was somebody else. They were talking about, I, I think they were talking about getting it for a Christmas gift for their boyfriend. Um, right. But it was, um, I guess they they have the partnerships with the different um, liquor producers and whiskey producers. And there's like one for for like the Starks and there's like a Lannister one. I haven't oh, like gone and looked further, but yeah, apparently they're, they're very popular. They sell out, they're expensive. Like, Yeah, this bottle was like $60. Yeah. Well, that's not um, that bad, actually. Which that's no, like I'm not saying. Price. And I'm not saying that's expensive. But that yeah. So that I no, I could afford that easily. Even two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but no more than two. Um, but I. So I. I in the in the comment I put because uh, you you know the the Ludlow Hotel <clears throat> follows us. Um, I did see that on Instagram, uh, and I. I tagged them in this one. And I said, "Hey, because you know, I'm I'm thinking about doing the Game of Thrones premiere watch party, right? Uh, I'm thinking about getting a hotel room or a suite or, or something, and inviting some people over. So be on the lookout for that. Big balling. That yeah. Well, you know, got my mm-hmm. my whiskey. I'm gonna save up my whiskey money to do this though. It's uh." <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, I tagged them in it, and they liked the post. Now, so I assume there'll be a follow-up uh, email from them, just because um, I asked them to, to give us the hookup on uh, on like a room for for the premiere party. So I assume that there'll be an email. Yeah, I'm assuming that 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 will you know that will be happening soon. Yeah, with yeah. the hookup, with the hookup info. No question. Um, I guess I guess where I just what day I can come pick up the key. For the free room. Uh, um, anyway, let's let's get into. We'll table that for now. We'll keep keep you updated, folks. It's we got it. It's the premiere is on April fourteenth, so we got some time. Um, so let's get into trifling in NYC. Um, I got a couple quick ones. Uh, why don't you go first with your your little uh, email conundrum? I got a little work one. Oh. You know what else? Yesterday, this is not a trifling. It's a follow-up to my previous trifling with the the whole lunch special. The menu? Oh, yes. (laughs) I was going to ask. I was going to ask you (laughs) offline about if there was any follow-up. So I I (laughs) crazy story. I I haven't gone back to that one. 
However, yes, Friday, I was at another restaurant and on their menu, they had a whole section devoted to lunch special. And at the top, however, they did say, you know, these hours to these hours, except holidays. Really? So yeah. They, they specifically, okay. So they, they put it on there. But I would still make the argument that New Year's Eve is technically not a holiday. But, um, well, but why? Yeah, at least these guys said it. But if it's, if it's the lunch crowd you're trying to attract, I mean, I guess if they don't do lunch specials on weekends, like a holiday is sort of like a weekend. Right. But it's still like it's the lunch crowd, which uh, I don't know. I, I thought the, the whole point is to attract in a lunch crowd that. That you normally know. wouldn't get. Right. Right. Well, that's a, I don't know. That's you a, would get it because people who work around there would just would be on their lunch break. And actually, yeah, but it's a, see, right. It's a good it deal. Like, but seems like on the weekends is when you would want to do a lunch special to attract people because there's going to be less people on their lunch break. That's true, especially in most of these areas where the lunch special is happening. It's usually like in those very like business districts. There's not a lot of residential things right. happening. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, but yeah. So, so so some places are making the effort of letting you know it's not happening today. Yeah. Right. Stop at five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what's what's this new one? Okay, it's the, so... the email conflagration. <laughs> so I have a problem. So sometimes people get a little too um, intense or too eager to get their point across or right. to communicate. Um, so last week, I mean, I have this guy that sends me emails and then he'll call me immediately after, but I'm used to him now. So I don't, I don't get upset with him. We just laugh about it. You we just, just ignore laugh the now. calls. Just ignore the phone calls. Well, no, I I answer. He's like, did you get my email? I said, yeah. So why are you calling me? And then we laugh. And then now, <laughs> now, now we're 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 past it. So we okay. we're at a good place. But this this new guy, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I got to work something out with him. He also caught me <laughs> on a bad. He also caught me on a bad day. I I was not in the mood. Right. And there are a lot of things happening. He sends me an email. His now keep in mind his desk is about, I don't know, twenty steps at best away from mine. Huh. So he sends me the email and I have one, you know, we use Outlook and I have the setting. I should probably turn this setting off where it pops up on the bottom right and it gives you that little preview yeah. every time an email comes in. Yeah, I'm on um, the fence. I'm on the fence about that that pop up too. I, I don't know yeah. how to turn it off. So I. There's got to be a way to turn it off. Well, we in my office, we just got new computers. And so I had to, I'm still like rejiggering all my settings to get them where I like it from, from the oh, old okay. computer. Right. And I have it mostly there. But the, the thing, the noise that that, that pop up makes now is seems louder and it's a different noise. And I, that's what I oh. want to turn off. Yeah, you don't need the notification yeah. plus the sound. The no. sound, I mean, the sound, like I literally email came in i damn near fell out of my chair i did fall out of my chair <laughs> for the purposes of making the story more interesting making it pop i fell out of my chair making with my headphone with my headphones i listened to my headphones 
My headphones came <laughs> off, almost strangled me. Did strangle me for a little while. Your feet were flying straight up into the my air. My feet were up in the air. My sh- one of my shoes, shoes flew off. Came off. <laughs> flew off. Hit someone else. Now I got to deal with that. The HR, I tell you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's very good. Oh. Um, anyway. So. Um, so he sends me an email. I see the little, I didn't look at it, but I just saw that come up and I was like, oh, email from this guy, whatever. And then next thing I know, 15 seconds later, I look up and there he is standing in front of me. (laughs) You felt a presence. Yeah. Nearby. Hey man, did you get my email? Awesome. Yes, I did. And I was, and usually I'm not this rude. I said, I said, I I did blank. Yeah, let's call him James. Okay. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, James. I saw your email, and now you are here. And then, uh, <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, "Damn, that was." Is that quick. rude? Is that kind of that doesn't that sound rude? that rude to me? I was, I was like, "Yeah, I got it." And now you are here. So what is yeah. it you have to say? Yeah. And like, oh. But I said it in like a really rude way. Okay, you know? I, I could maybe see it, it, yeah. Maybe in my mind it was worse than it came off, but I felt bad. I ended up apologizing to him the next day. What? I felt really, I felt really bad about it. I oh. felt like I was being a jerk to him. I guess that that's considered. You know, he's new. He's my my thing is like, what? Yeah, of, co- of course I got the email. Like, email. It's not. It's not like shit doesn't get lost in the mail. Right, and you, you know? want to talk about it? So either we talk about it, and that's fine, or you email me about it. But I don't need to email and talk about it. Just well, email, one. at the very least, wait a couple hours. Right. I could be in the middle of some other project. I get that, you know. I, wa- I actually was, and I was like, look, man, I got to finish this yeah. before, you know, like whatever time. I had like 30 minutes to get this done. And I was like, I got to do this. I, I can deal with your stuff later, but like... He's yeah, coming that's over. Weird. That's your priority, not my priority. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, is that is that is him coming up better or worse than a call though? Probably worse. Yeah, worse than a call. So he come over. Just, dang, man, I still feel bad. Now I'm thinking about it, and I still feel bad. About it. <laughs> oh God. I wouldn't, I yeah, I wouldn't it, worry I, about I it. I said it in a real rude way. No, we're cool now. We're cool now. No, 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 no. Now we're good. Yeah, all right. So you're good. But yeah, I, I hit him with that. And then um, I have a potential trifling. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you think it might be, then it almost certainly is. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, the, like uh, the chance for trifling events to happen is very high. So I'm going to a wedding this week. Oh, Yep. in Mexico and some of the people um, that are going I heard a story about last week what happened to one of the guys going that's um, he was at the bachelor party I did not go to the bachelor party okay but apparently he was getting so rowdy at the strip club I don't have details about exactly what she did <laughs> but um, oh god this is like straight out of a movie the stripper Took uh, a pint glass and smashed it over his head. What? 
and apparently he he's not fully healed, so he'll be showing up at the wedding with like in a, in a, evidence in a, of these a, of these injuries. I thought he, in a fedora, is he gonna have to wear like a like a like a nice suave sort of like cool jazzy fedora? I don't I don't know, but I'm excited for the trifling potential. I was like, oh yeah, my man has not changed a minute. Like this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Man, you got to get the details on what what happened. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to ask him. Did the glass break? Because, you know, in movies, yeah. it breaks because it, it's... It broke. It's, it's, she smashed it on his face. On his... Oh, the front? I thought I was, think, I was she, thinking the back it, of the it head. Came, they gave, it came... Well, I'm hearing it secondhand, but I think it came from the side, you know, like a side smash. Wow. <laughs> and what was she you saying? Know, you know what how she big saying those, while she those did glasses it? are thick. Yeah, that's right. that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm surprised that it it actually broke because it, it's it's hard to break a, a you know a pint glass or um, even like a beer bottle over someone's head. You really got it. Yeah. Like it's got to be it's got to be mostly empty for one thing. Because um, if the, I think if there's water in it, like a, a full beer bottle, you, it would be almost impossible to break over someone's head. Also, yeah. With a human head, there's a lot of there's a good amount of give to it, so you you can break it over like a bar counter um, pretty easily because there's no give to the to the wood of the the bar counter. So right uh, with with the momentum, this this is physics and science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's all this is all backed by science, of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, and so, but with a human, but okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so um, that is crazy. Is some though. definite like, gotta, potential because with this guy involved. Well, wait. You mean like more, more trifling at the wedding, like at the wedding reception? Is he going to be like, at, right? Like, who knows what he's going to do? Oh, it's in Mexico too. Huh. It is. Hmm. So that it could be good. It could, it could be some good stuff happening. Okay. Well, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> I'll get I'll get some do mine really quick. Minor my trifling are terrible this week um oh just no just in the in that they're not particularly interesting so i'm gonna burn through them really quickly uh the first one is i was uh texting somebody about um this this uh, album i just listened to uh by an artist who goes by the name bad bunny oh okay people are really into that yeah no, that's a great album um and my um, my iPhone auto-corrected the, the last part to, to bad. It came out as bad Vinny. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Took you but, by surprise. But, but bunny's an actual word. It's just thinking, like, why would anybody type bad bunny? I think it's because... Yeah, it's weird. Like autocorrect does l look at it's not just the the word you're typing, it's like the right. context of the of the sentence to some degree. Um I think it's because I was capitalizing bunny. <laughs> I like I capitalized the B in bunny and I think it thought, "Oh, as, okay. As so this should, is a name. Right. This isn't someone's name and so obviously there's no one named bunny, so Right, right, Vinny. right. And and V is right next to B. It is, yep. And the I yeah. is right. I is right next to the U. Right. Oh, this guy's just got fat fingers. He doesn't know how to type it. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. I mean, you know, my autocorrect knows knows me to to do a, like when you know when I've been out drinking, 
this is definitely it's definitely saved my ass on a few occasions <laughs> with the typos. Uh, so it 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 knows me. I mean, I, actually, I, I think I was at a bar when when I was ty- typing to someone about like you got. I think I was just saying you got to listen to this new album about Bad Bunny, and it came out Bad Vinny. The other thing is I don't like sometimes it'll pull from your um your contacts list uh to autocorrect like if it thinks you're typing a name like uh you know what I'm saying No, I've never had that happen to me. So if you're typing like say you have a friend with a with a sort of unusual name, you know, like I, yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can imagine like yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a friend named uh uh like daenerys okay okay and you have but you so you have them in your contacts list spelled the proper way but you know as you're typing it in a in a text message daenerys isn't really like a common thing so but the autocorrect will pick up if it's close enough to the way you've spelled daenerys in your contacts it'll autocorrect it to the correct spelling because it it knows that makes sense right right so yeah the thing is, uh, I don't have any friends named Vinny, uh, so there's no Vinny in my um, in my contacts list, and certainly not a bad Vinny. Yeah, bad Vinny would be such a boring artist name, like bad Vinny. <laughs> I'm bad Vinny. He <laughs> always <laughs> these nice Vinnies walking around. No, fuck, fuck all that. Fuck yeah. that. This is the bad Vinny era. <laughs> well, I guess it's just the uh, you know he's got to he's got to put his work in because I've had it. It'll it puts the correct spelling of Beyonce. It auto corrects to Beyonce. Well, I, I think certain, they they I think they got to have certain celebrity names in the, the yeah, whatever he, dictionary autocorrect dictionary. We're gonna try this. I'm gonna see. You know what? I'm curious. I'm curious about Bjork. Will Bjork come up? <laughs> I would think so. It should it should know Bjork. I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that, that's all I got. Uh, it didn't I, even come with the umlauts. Uh, I don't See? think there are umlauts. Oh, oh yeah. I thought she did. And Beyonce comes with the accent. Well, yeah, you got me there. And actually, mm. I, yeah, okay. And it's yeah. underlined like it's wrong. Oh, it is underlined. What does that mean? I don't know. It doesn't like it. I don't oh, know if that's about- <laughs> it's like a, oh no! It's like a link. I've never seen this in a text message. So if you if you long press on it, oh what? So it doesn't oh, you open can your thing. This search. thing is smart. Search. Oh shit! Wow! Look at us. Damn. It People does probably a- known this since like 2011. <laughs> we figured uh, this out in 2019 right now. Yeah. Wow, Bjork. this links to everything. I'm just figuring out wow. that Bjork's name does indeed have an umlaut over the, the O. So you're correct on that. That was impressive. They got the hyperlink yeah. to, the, to the search results. I've wow. never seen that. I, like, I've never noticed that little line. Beyonce too? Beyonce too. To yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I'm about to try out. I'm going to send you a whole bunch, buddy. <laughs> Watch That's out. Great. Okay. Can't wait. Um, so let me do my other um, mouth of trifling. Damn, that uh, didn't work. So you just sent uh, Cameron didn't work. Okay. I'm going to try a different spelling. 
Dang. With the capital <laughs> capital R instead of a lowercase R. Jesus. It is disappointing that, that Bjork and I mean Beyonce getting the, the underlying link, I get it. Bjork and not Cameron? What the fuck? Yeah, we gotta talk to the Apple people about this. Let's yeah, let's send them an email. Uh send them a text, actually. Dear Mr. Apple, uh I'm disappointed in you. Okay. My my second <laughs> My second trifling, we can do this really quick, and we can get into the main event. Um, I was at uh, 169 Bar. Oh, okay. Um, historic Lower East Side Bar. For some reason, always crowded. It seems like it's always crowded there. And a lot it's of times... It's gotten worse these days. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, the happy hours pass. Yeah. It's interesting because it is like super dingy bar, and... I'm always like I always kind of feel bad for uh, women in bars that are that dingy. Wow! Uh, and the, because of the toilet situation, I knew it. That's what I was gonna go to. <laughs> That's what I was gonna go to. As because, soon as I said why, I was like the bathroom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, it's it's a it's certainly a priority of mine, and I you know I've talked to women that I that I've dated about you know going to uh, the restroom in. in dingy dive bar i mean these, these toilets are they're not i mean the yeah, fuck it they're bad they are they are like the toilet seat on one of there's two of so there's two single person units in the back the toilet seat on one of them is like mismatched to the toilet so it's smaller than the, than the lip of the lip of the porcelain part see no that that is just like we don't care like whatever it's a toilet seat what do you expect yeah. it gotta be the same size yeah, that's definitely like the the original toilet seat cracked, and someone's like, "Quick, run up to your apartment, get get your toilet seat off yours, bring it down. I'll replace yours later." And then, of course, they never did, and yeah. they never replaced the one in the bar. And it's just like what I've heard is like some women like if like they they'll hover, sort of hover over as opposed to actually touching. The seat, if it looks really grimy. Oh, of course. Come on, oh, we had this conversation about the. That was a sneeze. That was a good sneeze. Yeah. About the hover. I'd be yeah. if I was a woman, I'd be hovering everywhere. I'm not sitting down. I'd be like, I don't. I'm not going to this place. I mean, I'll go for. Wow, you would I'm, eliminate the whole place because of the state of the bathroom. I would. I would be like, we can get one drink here, but if I need to use the restroom, we got to go. So we're we're leaving. We're going somewhere else. I'm not dealing with that. Why deal with that in New York? There's so many other like you can go next door. There's a there's a wonderful bathroom like anywhere you are. That's true. Well, look at you doing these subliminal like if, endorsements for your favorite favorite <laughs> restaurants. Over yeah, here. you could go. I mean, look, go from where I tag them, over. tag them in a post. I, well, maybe <laughs> I will. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Look, I, it's it's a it's a bugaber. Look, visceralist.com. I'm, I'm gonna um, ask you a related question. The Visceralist.com site got started. Uh, oh, one sec. The Visceralist.com site started <laughs> with with doing bar reviews. You're on that fun flex. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yo, bring it back. That hit my throat. <laughs> and it wasn't oh, even good. No, it wasn't. But it started with bar reviews on, based on certain categories. You can go check it out at the source.com. The first, the first category I always 
talked about with these bar reviews was the bathroom situation because you know i don't know you, you got to know what you're getting into but anyway i haven't even gotten to the worst part of this story so oh, this right, is, right, right, right. the point is just to say it's a di- dingy bar. look i i'm a fan of this place like i i i like dingy bars i like decent bars i sometimes like upscale bars rarely but i'll i'll go there i'll indulge but anyway my main thing is this place serves food surprisingly surprisingly has Mm. a a rather Mm. extensive food menu is it Um, good well i they're the most popular thing they have there is is, there's two dishes popcorn which i don't know right i've seen the popcorn yes 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 popcorn's decent and then dumplings Oh, that basically, and and all they have in the back is just a microwave. So it's just stuff what? that could be heated up and then mixed with stuff, or or just like with dumplings, they just put them in a like Chinese takeout thing, microwave them, send them out. But there's a full menu, and there's oysters. Like they have the the weirdest thing is there's seafood on this menu, so they have oysters. Hmm. But I've never seen. Huh. I th- I think they might have a lobster dish or like lobster some some kind of. Sat this doesn't even make sense. No, this is those are like jokes. <laughs> but I dare somebody to order this, and right? if, when somebody does, like oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> like, like something happens in the back, some red light no. goes off or something. So, someone orders that, you just say, oh, we're out of that. Do you want some, do you want some dumplings? Or well, maybe it's like a code, right? Like give me the lobster, and then yeah. um, and then I don't know. Comes out with a duff, happens. Something comes out with a duffel bag, right? With let's, let's a duffel bag that's just big enough to carry a couple shotguns. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But anyway, uh, no. So I so anyway, I've only ever seen people eat uh, the dumplings and popcorn until <laughs> a recent trip. <laughs> I was just uh, sitting at the bar, just chatting. You know, I, I've, I've gotten to know some of the bartenders there. Just chatting. Guy next to me uh, puts in an order. I didn't hear what he ordered. Uh, a few minutes later, uh, someone comes back with a shrimp po' boy sandwich. That could, I mean, okay, a shrimp po' boy in itself. Wow, po' boy, po' boy in itself could be good. But from what you're describing, I wouldn't order it there. Well. I guess that's my issue. I was like seafood from a place like that is a non-starter. You you asking for food poisoning right there? I mean, it's just like I don't even know about food. I'm not even the food poisoning is one thing. Like, look, that can happen at any restaurant. It's you just, might die. It's just well, you know, everybody got to die. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Game of Thrones, Valor Margolis. Uh. <laughs> Uh, where oh shit, where was it? Okay, so no, like I was looking. So I was the, just the po' boy comes out. This guy sitting next to you. You sit right has to next be a to man me. that I say guy because there's no way a woman's ordering that. Oh, there. Cor- correct. Um, yeah. And so I was, and he was he was on his own, and I think we had just chatted a little bit earlier, just like I don't know, just a stupid bar bar chat. And so when it, when that came out, I was like, oh, huh. <laughs> It's like, what you got there? He's like, oh, I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to try the po' boy. And I was talking to him. I was really confused. I was really confused as to why he would get that. And as I was talking to him, I realized he just moved to the city. Oh. 
so he didn't he didn't know he didn't know what time it was with one six nine bar i mean he can like use his five senses and look around and like, <laughs> this, is, this is not the place for that i mean i will say it did it did look kind of good it looked like it's some good seasoning on it all right so uh, now based on your observation you said there's only a microwave so how are they making this yeah that's a fair question so um, are they just ordering it from somewhere else maybe passing it um, off as their own and i don't think so I, I think basically all you have to do is heat you, you have to heat up the shrimp that's that's really the only thing you'd have to heat up so i guess just get like a, a pack of some you know little and it's little tiny shrimp and then just put them in a bowl of water microwave it up and then then mm. do all the seasonings put it in a bun Put some lettuce on it. Sauce. What letter grade? What letter grade does this place have? Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta go do that? <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't don't worry about the they're getting caught up in grades and health codes, and stuff like that. <laughs> Arbitrary measurements, you know. These things don't matter, right? Um, um, I mean, he he finished it. He finished the whole huh. thing. Okay. Now, can I ask you a bathroom-related question? Then he's trying to ask, like, so, so, I think he might say, so, what are we doing later? To you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, well, you know, he's like, he, I guess it's like his vibe is like, oh, I'm new to the city. Should we? He, I, he, he wanted to hang out or something. I was like, no, oh, I gotta. I got to go meet up with somebody. I didn't. Um, but I did leave shortly thereafter. Dang. This You're guy good was, at that. This guy was weird. <laughs> it, I mean, that's when it started. It started getting weird. Oh, I mean, was weird. Yeah. Sorry. Go to your, your restroom question. Oh, well, now you brought up something else. But remember that time you said, I got to go make a phone call when we were watching the Buckeyes. And there's that guy from Ohio. And you were just tired of talking to him. And then you never came back. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, damn, he's gone. I knew, I knew you were gone, too. I was like, dang, I he's so tired of talking to this guy. <laughs> Uh, wow, I don't remember that. I you mean, don't? I, I can oh I can guarantee you that's happened more than once. So this specific incident, I mean, look, look, we, we, you and I have been to been out to watch a number of Ohio State games. A yeah. lot of times there will be fellow Ohio State fans there. You know, we'll we'll chat it up. Sometimes they're interesting and cool. Sometimes they're not. Right. Is that what happened that that day? Yeah, he was just talking too much, and you oh, were cool in the beginning, much. but you're like, all right, why are you still talking? Basically, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh my, well, my bathroom question was: Have you fully eliminated or just like you know blacklisted a place solely based on their bathroom before? But everything else you enjoyed, but you were like, no, I can't with that bathroom. No. Okay. No, I've not. I've yet if everything to encounter. Else, if everything well, else is still okay, then you're using. Here's the thing. Actually, well, no. Actually, let me back up. Uh, yes, I have actually, but not for the reason you're thinking. Uh, the reason I I've been, I think the place is called. I think it's called. I think it's 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 actually in Soho. Yeah. 
and it's <laughs> it might be called Vaughn, V-O-N. Oh yeah, I've been there on Spring Street, I think. Yeah, and so yeah. I think if I could be wrong, so don't tell me this, but there's a place like it if it's not Vaughn. But the the reason I eliminate it is because even though it's a fairly decent sized place, it only has one bathroom, one single unit bathroom, and so the reason I eliminate it is because there's always lines. I don't want to have to wait like a ba- baseline five five people to go ahead of me before I can get into the fucking bathroom. So I've done that. So there's like there's that. There's I can like, I can agree with that. Isn't there like what? I guess we could look it up. But like I mean, what's the law on that? Because that seems ridiculous. Um, I know there's laws with places that you need to have bathrooms if you're like a an establishment that has a certain number of seats yeah i um but i i don't know i think it's i mean it, it i've seen plenty of places with only one bathroom i don't yeah i feel them. like it should be based on your capacity right it should be i mean i i don't rule them all out just because they have one bathroom it's just that this place has one bathroom and it's always really crowded and what was the status of the bathroom? Disgusting. Oh, the bathroom is really no, it's really nice. I mean, oh. you know, it's this decent Soho bar, but um, yeah, it's, I can't deal with lines like that for for restrooms because people in the city take take forever. They take yeah. forever. There's no consideration that other people are waiting. You, you um, don't want to do that line chat. You're not a good line chatter. God, last place I want to <laughs> talk to anybody. <laughs> I always end up talking to somebody in the bathroom line. I mean, they I do talk too. to me. I, I talk too. to them. Like something dumb happens. Like you both see the same thing, and then you start chatting. Like some fool tries to walk up and just walk straight into the bathroom, and everyone, everyone in the line is like, "Yo, yo, yeah. yo, yo, yo. Yeah. you don't see this big ass line?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that yo, 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 yo moment. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So, so one place. All right. Yeah. That was some good trifling. Yeah. Yeah. Shrimp po' boy, man. I think I mm. have oysters at this place. God, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, let's 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 move on. We were talking about, about uh, Mexico earlier. Um, so that would have been a good time to segue to this, but I had to get I had to get my shrimp po' boy story in there. Um, Understandable. Piece to piece to bad Vinny. Uh, but we'll we'll bring back uh, our, one of our favorite segments, the "Have That Been Me" segment. Um, this is where we discuss uh, film or TV, uh, particular moments within them, and uh, talk about what we would have done in various situations. Uh, now we're flipping up the format a little bit this time. Uh, usually we've done this with well, we've always done it with TV shows or movies. We famously did. Um, Jurassic Park. I think that's the one I I always think oh, of first. Oh man! Because that was the chef hat we put yeah, on. Yeah, we we somehow started talking about a raptor in a chef's hat. Uh, yeah, cooking up some stuff on a stove. That was good. Then we found some like. <laughs> Wow, we went we went deep. Yeah, I found some a lot of images online. There's a surprising number of images online of of velociraptors in various types of chefs' clothing. I don't know why there was so many, and there was like some weird animation about it too. Like, wow, God, internet undefeated. Um, (laughs) So this time we're doing a little bit different. I I uh, there's a movie from the '80s called Predator. 
uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, a very famous movie. You've definitely heard of it. Uh, it's become a franchise, um, and it, which where it's merged with the Alien franchise as well. The, those movies are pretty oh, bad. But, stay away from all Aliens vs. Predators stuff. I'd it's all stay, no good. Stay away from all of the Predator movies except the first one. Um, no, I mean, no, 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 no. That's going too well, far. What's another good one? Um, Predator Two. Oh, I don't know about that. I and Predi- Predators, know. the one with uh, one was Lawrence decent. was good. I like that one. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, that one was decent. Yeah. Well, anyway, the the first one spawned this, and it, and with good reason. It it is a really fun sort of like pulpy popcorn action movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's set in the jungle. Um, so as opposed to doing the Had That Been Me of moments from the movie, uh, I, I came across on YouTube uh, uh, essentially a, a behind-the-scenes slash making-of documentary uh, about the movie that I think probably comes from the like a DVD re-release of the movie. It's uh, one of the bonus features. Uh, so it's like an hour-long. Uh, listeners, you can find it on YouTube if you just put in the making a predator uh it's 55 minutes long so look for that one it, it'll probably be the first one that comes up but it has a lot of behind the scenes interview footage that was actually like they had like a documentary crew team or documentary crew uh like on set as they were shooting it so there's a lot of footage uh, interview footage from that you know some special effects uh making of segments there's also interview footage uh from i think around 2000 2001 when the dvd was released right uh, people talking about it after the fact they get interviews with the director john mctiernan uh one of the producers uh, a bunch of the actors not arnold schwarzenegger uh but yeah they didn't he, get arnie <laughs> um, but it's it's really interesting because they're they're surprisingly can't the director john mctiernan is surprisingly candid about stuff and they there, there's a lot of interesting stuff it seems like it was hellish to shoot because they shot in the jungle uh one of the jungles in mexico near um uh puerto, puerto vallarta i believe right western, i think western so coast. yeah um so anyway definitely worth the watch but uh there's there are some crazy moments in this making of so we're gonna do had that been me of the behind the scenes of predator Okay, so now we both watched this. I'll to, I guess I'll have to do a little bit of setup with each of these, but but that should be fine. Um, so the first one. Um, so one of the actors in the movie, Bill Duke, um, who plays one of the uh, one of the, um, I guess these guys are special forces commandos. Like, yeah, they were some kind of like Green Beret or something, some yeah. some special unit that was going in there. So in one of the behind the scenes interview footage, they was talking about uh, Arnold. So Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura and Carl Weathers were sort of the big heavies who were sort of like, you know, action star type guys that were also apparently really cocky. I kind of want to say assholes, but I that seems a little too harsh just based on the way they came off in the in the making of um they were probably joking around a lot they probably did some asshole-ish stuff but i I, asshole (laughs) seems a little bit too strong so i just call them like i don't know meatheads basically just maybe that 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 feels a little bit more good but he was talking about their workout schedule while they were working out and like a lot of it was apparently designed to 
I don't know, sort of show off. Um, Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger in particular were, were trying to one-up each other in terms of like just manliness and like workout ability. So apparently, this is what Bill Duke said uh, their workout regimen was. They said they'd wake up in the morning. First thing they do is they run for 90 minutes. Yeah, they just throughout, run in the jungle. Yeah, through, <laughs> throughout the hills and everything, just running. Then they go to the gym, work out for about 30 minutes. Then they have breakfast. Then they go to the shoot, and they shoot for I don't know, probably six hours. Or so it's eight, six, eight hours. After they're done shooting, they run for another hour. Then they eat dinner, and then they go to bed, and that was their routine. Um, and one of the producers who was down there uh, while they were shooting the movie also commented on this workout regimen, and he said that Arnold. Uh, basically said, oh, you got to do this with us one time, uh, this workout regimen. He did it, and he talks about be- being in the worst pain of his life, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't move for two days yeah. um, after this intense workout regimen. So had that been me, question for you is if you are this producer or say – not a producer. Say you're like a, like a crew member, like an assistant director, so not, not totally bottom of the – the totem pole but not as high up as a producer like assistant director second unit director and arnold okay. says comes up to you he's like hey tomorrow you you got to do this workout regimen with me and and jesse and carl um you gonna hide from arnold schwarzenegger the next morning or not when he knocks at your door all right so here's the thing right you you can't go anywhere Unless you know that, like, you got a flight back to Los Angeles or something the next day, <laughs> like, you're gonna be, you're gonna see him, no matter if, right. if you, you can't, you can't duck him for the rest of the production, right? Right. So you've either got to say no right at the beginning, uh, or just do it. I think it'd be worth it just to do it once to be like, just to be able to say I worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That'd be pretty cool, right? Huh. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I hadn't I, I hadn't considered that. I mean, my reflexive yeah. thing is yeah. Sorry, so go go on. Like, so you would? I you think would I, would, I would just do it for like, the just like the uh, just like the original producer. Like he did it one day and it was like I never went back. But yeah, I think I would do it just so I could say yeah, I worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like that'd be pretty cool. I think. Huh. Yeah, that's a that's a good spin on. It. I mean, like my reflexive thing is like. You know, I'm I'm gonna like either fake being sick. The thing is, I feel like Arnold is like, even if you say nah, nah, I gotta I gotta prep for this, he'll be like, no, come on, you're doing. Like he feels like this sort of like good time <laughs> jokey jokey coercive type. You right. know, he's gonna be like, oh, come on, come on, you'll do it. Is uh, you don't don't be a girly man. Just you come come out and you do it. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, he, so when he shows up at your door, like, I, I feel like I just got to not be in the room. Cause I feel like even if he, he shows up and I try to like hide under the bed, like yeah. he's going to, he's going to find a way into the room and look around for me. Like, I feel like he's really not going to let this go that morning, but then you're right. Like I still got to do the, produ- the rest of the production. You right. definitely can't. Not, yeah. You can't duck him the whole time. You can't duck him. <laughs> Damn. I mean. I, honestly, it doesn't sound like a terrible 
work out. I feel like if Arnold's there with a novice like me, he will amp it up just to kind of like fuck with me and just to show off. Like yeah. a ninety a ninety minute jog. Like look, when I was back, back when I used to jog, you know, until I got mugged for my water bottle. Um, <laughs> Like I got, I got to the point where I could, I could jog for like a solid forty-five minutes straight and with not without stopping. That was no problem. Um, so getting up to ninety minutes, that's eh, not that bad. My biggest thing there is like it would be kind of boring to jog that for an hour and a half. It, it, it would be. However, you got to remember you run in the jungle. Well, that's the other thing. It's like running like, up and down in a jungle with like, like. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty terrible. It, it's that's no ordinary run, and like ninety minutes worth. Oof, there's got to be you know there's got to be bugs. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the one thing they talked about it like on set like all the time. And if you look, look at a lot of this footage, people are wearing. Apparently, it was really fucking hot. Um, but people were wearing like long jeans and, and long button up shirts. Like a lot of the crew yeah. was because uh, mosquitoes was, was a big yep. concern. It just bugs generally. I mean, my thing, my biggest, my biggest phobia is snakes. Um, so I'm sure there was some of that running around it um, in the jungle, like full on jungle. I mean, but yeah, like I, I mean, I guess, I mean, insurance companies basically. I'm not going to say they run everything that goes on in Hollywood, but they're a huge, huge chunk. And I, I assume that they would have done a some sort of analysis on, on shooting in this particular jungle. And we were like, okay, it's probably okay to shoot there. Otherwise, yeah. it just wouldn't do it. Like, they're not going to, you're not going to be able to shoot in like, I don't know, a volcano. Insurance companies aren't going to have that. <laughs> they're like, mm, not a good idea, fellas. Yeah. So they brought out, you know, they bring out the actuarial tables and they say, you know, okay, go for it. Um, so yeah, like, and then working out in the gym and then doing a full shoot day, God, that that part would suck. Oh, it would be terrible. Like you're already tired, and then you're going to shoot. Like I've done, like I've done on my own sets, like eight eight ten hour shoot days um for like videos that i or comedy videos that i've worked on and stuff and it's it's i know it seems fun and it, you know it is i will say it is fun but like it's just like you're at the end of the day you're just your brain is drained right um <clears throat> so okay so you're saying you you would do it i'm saying i guess i would begrudgingly do it I would do it once, I and mean, I mean, if he sees that you like essentially die, he's probably not going to bother you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean that, and that was the spirit in which like the producer was describing. And he's like, "Yeah, he just, just kind of wanted to mess with me a little bit." Like I, I they did say it through in the, like another segment of this, um, this documentary, like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like everyone says like he was really fun to be around he's consummate professional he was really generous he was getting gifts for people like he was taking like people's kids on like horseback riding throughout the things Mm -hmm. during breaks and stuff like um apparently I was reading he he got married um like right before they started shooting or something or no they, they gave him time off because he got married during the shoot. So they flew him out to L.A. He got married to Maria Shriver. They did a three-day honeymoon, and then he went right back to shooting. So he got a little break in the midst of all this. Dang. Um, 
but uh okay so we we've covered that yeah i mean my just being around those meatheads too like i'm sh- ugh, jesse ventura like yo jesse was definitely the worst yeah out of all was, of them everything he was talking about is like had the, had the vibe of like <laughs> the fuck these fucking like these fucking idiots don't know anything about army shit god I can't believe I have to be here and doing this. Like it's so yeah, like it's like his Arnold's a meathead, but he's like, hey, it's a party. Like we're all doing the. Can you believe they pay us for this? Like that kind of. Yeah. Jesse's like, <laughs> you know, that was his whole vibe. Just <laughs> <laughs> please, fuck out of here. Uh, fucking, fucking kill you, Navy Seal, motherfucker. Right. That's what he was about. <laughs> Okay. He was uh, talking all types of nonsense. He was. Um, okay. So let's get into this. Um, so here's one. So one of the um, actors in the movie, this guy Shane Black, who is better known as a screenwriter uh, and director, uh, who's had considerable success in Hollywood. He wrote Lethal Weapon, um, a bunch of other movies. You can look him up. But he did a rewrite on the script uh, for Predator. And so they also got him... Uh, a role in the movie where he's one of the Predator's early victims. Um, he's one of the, the commandos in Arnold's camp. I think he's the first Predator victim. And he's... I think so, right? He's shown being killed um, in a very gory, bloody way. Um, and they interview him for this behind the scenes. And they say, like, I took my mom and dad to see the movie. And my mom walked out when she saw it was going to be clear that... Um, they were going to show me dead in the movie, like having been murdered. And she didn't want to see that. She just didn't want to see that. And I was thinking like, you know, with movies these days, I mean, even in the eighties, like you could make it look pretty realistic, like a realistic death, like having your guts dangling out and being all bloody and shit. And I was like, yeah, that probably would be really hard for a parent, even if they know it's all make believe just to see an image of a realistic image of a child like that yeah so had that been you and say there was a non-disclosure agreement where you couldn't tell or you're not supposed to tell anybody about the plot of the movie or anything about it which i think is in place for like movies like avengers etc like the actors or or game of thrones like they they can't tell anybody anybody any plot elements i mean i'm sure some do tell their loved ones intimate partners shall we say but i don't know would you would you tell if you had you're going to the premiere with your mom and dad or would you even take them Um, them? i would would bring them for sure but um It would really depend, you know, I guess on how they are and their personalities, but I would, I think I would tell them like your, your non-disclosure agreement at that point, you're at the premiere or maybe like, like right before the premiere at that point, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. 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 The movie's being released. Like people are going to see it. Yeah. I would, I would say something just like FYI, I get killed and I get strung up. I get skinned and my guts are hanging out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the sort of thing you don't like yeah i mean i guess that's good to warn yeah, them it wasn't just like a regular death you know he didn't just, yeah 
It's not like he just got shot off screen right. and then. <laughs> right. Like Predator like fully fucked him up. So. Yeah. I yeah. don't know that. I think that then, would be, it would be disturbing to see as a parent for sure. So then you could you could tell them just just turn your like put maybe nudge your parents during the part like give them like five second warning just turn your head look away now for the next thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, you you don't need to see this. Yeah, and then I mean, it'll be done. Then it'll be over quick. Yeah, you know? yeah. Fair point. I mean that it it. It, the, the way Shane Black tells this story, it's sort of like, you know, just a cute, cutesy sort of story about, oh, mom, you know. But I was thinking, like, yeah, like, if, you, if you're a parent, you see this image of your child, like, horribly disfigured and mutilated, like, that will stick with you, even if it's fake. Like, that's not an image you want to have popping into your head randomly when you're like cooking dinner not at all just like thinking about calling your son or something like that's got to be awful so i'm i'm with his mom on just like not one like leaving the whole theater and yeah. honestly like i think about my mom and i i think i i wouldn't like i don't know if i would even take her to the premiere because it would be so difficult to look away at that point just because you're with all the people and you're getting into it and everything i think i might like just be like maybe give her an early edit where I, I literally just take it into like, like some film editing software and just remove that scene and then show her that version. Dang. Now, I don't know how I would get an early, early cut. I'd have to be sneaking into the offices that, I mean, that will get me, that could get you fucked up and mutilated trying to steal an early version of like Game of Thrones. So um. I could <laughs> oh yeah if you do that for game of thrones you, yeah, you H- might die you end up in hbo jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah getting fucking waterboarded underneath the hbo underneath the time warner center yeah <laughs> you would definitely be in hbo jail and then you yeah. you might never work in hollywood again oh no yeah that's a wrap yeah you'd be done that's a wrap um Okay, well, got that one. Uh, it's got a couple yeah, more. I think, yeah, I would be disturbed, definitely, if I saw my child like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, it, if say, if it were my child in the movie, yeah, I, I think I would I would definitely turn. I would, you know, having seen this interview, I would ask them, like, if it's a violent movie, like, is there anything that's going to happen to you? I mean, I guess, you know, if it's a daughter, I mean, this is, this oh, is a bit chauvinist. Wow. But yeah, it's like, is there, okay, is there going to be any scene where you're attacked by anybody you know yeah yeah i would because I, mean, I, I would say i i'm not i know i'm not going to see the movie ever i'm never going to see the movie so you know it's a it's a similar thing like i don't yeah i would i wouldn't if, I, if it were my kid i would not want to see it at all i'd be like go do your movie i'm proud of you but i cannot it's even see an ima- yeah. imaginary version of you being attacked in any way Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to some, some little palate cleanser here. So <laughs> this really odd part of the interview footage, there's an interview with Carl Weathers, who who does come off as really likable. Yeah, he's a likable guy, man. He is likable generally. Like, I really like his stuff he did in Arrested Development. Um, <laughs> he's hilarious. Kept talking about his talking about us making a stew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's running Everything joke. Everything he was making a stew, stew out of. 
You can get a, get a good stew out get of that. A, get, a, get stew going. Um, so in this, like, there's this one scene, and the, like, this, there's this, this one interview chunk, chunk of interview footage where he's like, it's, it's a little off-putting because a, he's lit incorrectly, and I, I don't know what, who did makeup, but he just looks really shiny and glossy. Glossy. So, so that's not his fault. But he's talking about um in this gym like him him going to the gym and arnold and jesse ventura going to the gym and like how they would all compete uh to to like sort of outmatch and one-up each other in a gym and he he used this phrase uh gotta get that pump and i i can only take it to mean like you know if, if you're doing a lot of reps um on your to work out your biceps um you know you get the blood flowing the biceps sort of pop in a, in a way and you you got that pump that's what i take it to mean is that your understanding <laughs> my understanding okay the way that he was describing it and then going to the set or to the gym or just seeing the guys at breakfast so immediately after you work out right everything is still swollen because of all the blood and this so you look bigger right and so I think that's why, in his mind, why they were doing it, because he looks, you know, he's coming in fresh, like, oh, shit, this is how this guy wakes up. No, he's been working out for an hour before he sees everybody, and then he comes. I think that's, and then everybody wanted yeah. to create that illusion. Yeah, the crux, of this, is, think. Yeah. the crux of this interview chunk, too, is like, he says, well, you have to, yeah, you have to get to the gym before everyone else, get a quick workout in, leave the gym, then come back when everyone is going into the gym for their normal workout. So you come in looking like, like bigger than you would expect. And it's supposed to look all natural. But the reason right. this is so disturbing is just the way the sentence that he formed when he's describing <laughs> this, this procedure, because he says essentially like, you know, you, you got to get there early because you got to get that pump. You can't let anyone see you getting that pump because you can't, you, it's got to be all natural. No one can see you trying to get that pump. You gotta, and, but you got to have that pump. Just, yeah, he said pump so many times and his voice and the way he was saying pump, he said, man, <laughs> what's happening in this gym? I need, to see, I need to see some gym footage. That would be perfect. I you definitely see them all working out. do not want to see any of that gym footage. I, I mean... Yeah, so the no, had that been me question not is in that. no. The had that been me question is if you're if you're the editor putting together this this behind the scenes uh, segment, do you delete the footage and then lie to the director and face any potential repercussions that you might because you can't have that. It's too disturbing. <laughs> no, that, that pump is gold. So if you're the editor, you're leaving that pump in the pump footage. Meaning, and I'm talking just specifically, you, not the pump footage, the footage of Carl Weathers talking about the pump. Yeah, unless you can get Carl, like, look, man, that's a great story, and it's very interesting. I like it, but you've got you've to gotta use some different phrases. You can't be talking about, <laughs> get that pump. We've got to find a different way to talk about this. Well, you said I mean, pump way too many times, Carl. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like the way it's the way he says it. Um, but I mean, at the, at that point, you know, the the interview footage has already been done. Like, you can't just bring him back just to to to, to redo that one segment. It'd be way too expensive. So you're in the editing booth. Yeah, I, I think it's too interesting to leave out, though. I mean, it clearly has stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. See. 
I mean, I've watched this. I watched this making a or this behind the scenes clip um, like last night just to just to prep for this. But then, I, I mean, I'd seen it like a maybe a year ago, and I was I was really struck by it. And that part in particular, I was like, <laughs> it just kind of it just rubbed me the wrong way. It just feels weird. Like I don't I don't like it. I don't mean I know I know nothing about like gym culture and like meathead bodybuilding culture. You know whatever I, I just don't know about it so there's that angle to it but but yeah it just like ugh. if uh, if i'm the editor i'm i'm um i mean this would, would have been film or is this digital no digital maybe um i'm i'm deleting i'm taking the sd card and i'm i'm throwing it into santa monica bay or whatever Damn. whatever it's called it's probably called the pacific ocean um they can get it can get it too <laughs> So the pump is coming out if you're in charge. I mean, there's a concern there because the director is going to be like, oh, yeah, we got to highlight that. So, no, so, so you, you watch the first edit. The director's like, oh, this is great. But where, what happened to the – is the is this just the first cut without – I need that. Where's the pump footage is what I'm getting at. Where's the pump? How <laughs> was the pump? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't really remember anything like that. I don't, what I don't do you think mean? they were talking about pumping. Working out footage? We didn't have a camera in the gym, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. You better, See, that's pretty director's good. Like, you, better, you better get that pump back. <laughs> you need that pump. <laughs> you better find that pump. You better find that pump. We need it. Yeah, I don't know. It was off-putting. All right, so you're 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 leaving it. You're highlighting that. I'm leaving the pump. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm taking it's, it. The out. pump is good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Um. Excuse me. All right. Let's. Uh, okay, we're doing good on time. So. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to uh, I'll go straight to this last one. Um, so this one, well, no, let's let's do this. All right, so we can do this quick. So there's they showed in the making of the um, the so the first part of the movie is the commandos are are doing a raid on this band of gorillas who are, who are have this camp in the jungle. Uh, they got hostages. They got hostages. The the commandos have to take them out basically, and there's a set piece. Where there's a lot of explosions, commandos roll through and they shoot everybody up. Just blow everything up. Um, it's pretty exciting. It's a pretty cool part of the movie. Um, it's pretty. It happens really early in the movie. Um, yeah, it was. And <clears throat> so they're showing like the special effects explosions director, like setting everything up. The pyro guy, like setting everything up, like. And they were being pretty careful, it seemed like, you know, making sure everyone was out of the way before explosions went off. They did run-throughs uh, without the explosions going off. Like, okay, you need to be standing here, here, and here. Um, the explosion is going to be coming from this direction, so you need to be this many feet away from it. But we want you to look like you're just jumping in this direction, like all that sort of shit. Like, it, it was pretty interesting, actually. It was. I liked it. Um, but there's, yeah, like a serious mobile pyro they probably i would guess they probably shot this over two or three days just just these sequences now say you're an, you're a struggling actor you're playing a gorilla in this are, are you 
there's there's there is a risk of life and i have to imagine that these guys uh or risk of death actually or injury i have to imagine these guys <laughs> sign waivers <laughs> risk of, it's risk of getting an extra life like in mario um, yeah. no no not like in mario um but so if had that been you or or just generally would you risk your life your life is at risk when you're around these level of explosions like these are crazy explosions would you do that for an acting gig? Because actors, you know, you could be in like a period drama. You're not, your life's not in danger then. You could just be in a rom-com, you know? Okay, true, true. Like, like Hitch, you know, your life's not really in danger. Yeah. Although there's the, there's the, the uh, ski jet. Jet ski. Jet ski. So, <laughs> oof. I was really struggling jet, for that. Jet ski jet. I, I know what you were going for. You were reaching. <laughs> Oh, my yeah, my oh man! Like, shout out to the fire starters because I, I did tank that. I, the famous tank segment. I think Bassa on the show described t- what goes, what happens in your brain when you're tanking is, it's like the hamster in the wheel in your brain. Uh, the hamster just falls off the wheel. <laughs> it falls on its back to the side. This <laughs> is a great metaphor. <laughs> Oh, that is um, yeah, so that just happened. But anyway, yeah, so there's there's plenty you can do plenty as a working actor, you can do there's plenty of movies you can do that are not gonna put you in any serious injury. So true. Um but I would say that this one has some advantages, right? There's a lot of okay. there's a lot of star power involved in this one. So it's mm. like if you're you're in that production, then that could lead to a lot of more work. You know, you've got Joel Silver, right. um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Carl Weathers, yep. um, Stan Winston, I guess. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's a yeah. lot. You know, so you you would. You would be in that scene. So you, I'm saying you got to be in that scene where you're around explosions going off. You do it. <sighs> and and you're like sort of like a no name. You'll be credited as gorilla number seven. <laughs> so um, I would do it. I think I would do it. But really? I, I don't know. They didn't go into details, but I don't I feel like, well, that shot probably took a long time. Right. A lot of those were like, we'll do it, like, um, and then they set it up and they do it again, and then they set it up and they do it again. Right. But I, I feel, I think I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my thing is like, look, people have died. Stunt people have died on movie sets. This is not an unheard of or even uncommon occurrence. Um, uh. I'm blanking on examples. I think in one of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, a stuntman crashed into a wall. I, I want to say on the Deadpool 2, a uh, stunt woman on a motorcycle died. Um, I'm wow. Sure it, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, I'm sure injuries happen all the time. Right. My thing is like, this is why you sign a waiver is because, you know, you can't make everything 100% safe. And I'm thinking even back in, back in the 80s, I think things were a little bit more loosey-goosey. Even even if you get like, yeah, okay, it's a Schwarzenegger movie, it's going to be top tier. You're going to probably get the best special effects people in the world. But I don't, I don't trust them. I don't like it. No, I don't care. No, I'll be around this explosion. No. 
Hmm. I, I, okay, I won't do it. I'll just go back to do it. And I think I think they did cast a number of locals, local actors from the, <laughs> that area too. So I don't know if I got to be stuck in telenovelas the rest of my life. I, I'm not. I'm not going to risk my life for a movie like that. Definitely not. Okay, that's that's uh that's fair. Yeah, you're like yeah, I don't need it for whatever they're giving me. Hundred dollars, something yeah. shitty, probably. Yeah, fucking case of Corona. Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the other thing. It's like corona. this this set in. I mean, they shot in the jungle. Like, so if you were like a like a crew member or something, or even just a one of these actors, like, what do you do? Because apparently they had to set, spend a lot of time setting up shots because of the spe- the particular type of special effects they were doing. They had to be very careful in what like the angles and everything on the footage they shot. So there's a lot of downtime. I mean, there's always a lot of downtime in movie sets, but, you know, they're not usually in the middle of a jungle in the 80s. Absolutely. So what what, what do you think you'd do to entertain yourself um, uh, during this? Play with during explosives. The, during... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Just, just like tossing sticks of dynamite. With your buddy, yeah. I mean, there was that one behind. There was that one scene in the behind the scenes. That guy is holding that humongous, like Indiana Jones looking torch. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Is this what they're doing here? Like, yeah, he yeah. was setting up the the fire path on the ground or something. Yeah. It's like wow. Um, yeah, what do you do? I think I guess you just lay down, right? Like, I'm not laying that, down. That, in the that jungle. Has, that'd be pretty boring. I mean, the That's thing true. is, like, you lay down, the bugs crawling all yeah, over you. Yeah, you probably. lay down. Are you going to stand up as a skeleton <laughs> and do do a skeleton dance? Uh, huh. Yeah, the thing is, like, in like lower level actors, like they don't have trailers like to go to. They they literally do. right. They all probably have like some like. You know, some big picnic bench that they all go sit at yeah. and relax. Because you do have to sort of be on call, like if if they're if they're ready. Like you don't know how, as an actor, you don't know how long it's going to take to get the shot set up. It could be five minutes. It could be three hours. Yeah. But when we're ready to go, we need you to be right there. And you got to get in. You got to know your right. shit. You have to be ready. So, I don't know. Like back in the eighties, like I. I would have. I guess I would have just brought a book. Mm, yeah. Just read a I book. guess you're probably you're probably like reading book, playing cards, like doing random shit, chatting with each other. Yeah, probably a lot of chatting. But you're right. There's got to be a ton of downtime. They're setting it up. You're like, all right, guys. You don't know so, when it's gonna be, but then you come back and you work for seven minutes, and then you just go sit, sit yeah. again. <laughs> Just talking with other guys. Look, look at this motherfucker, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> I can take. I can take. Who does he think he is? Who the fuck does he think he is? That attitude. Right. I don't give a fuck if he is a Navy Seal. He did have a lot of attitude. Navy Seal ain't gonna, you know, this karate chop to the back of your neck, knock you down. No, Navy then, Seal would block that. Would block that karate well, chop. Yeah, neck gonna, chop. <laughs> for the back of the neck he's gonna block that. yeah of course it's an easy he's gonna, deal he's gonna hear the wind from the the 
the, <laughs> from my hand moving through the air. He's going to hear yeah. that instantly, move his hand back, catch catch my hand, then turn around. And then, uh-oh. <laughs> then I got a big problem. Yeah, you know what? Right. <laughs> oh, there was a mosquito. I was trying to, trying to kill that mosquito that was on you. Mr. Well, that's, that's weird because it seems like your hand is transfixed in a karate, Shotokan karate chop. It looks like you're trying to chop back. And that's a big mistake, brother, because I'm... And, and so forth. <laughs> That was good. That was, man, that was crazy. Good. Okay, so you so you're just you're just chopping it up, playing with dynamite. Yeah, I would do it. So you would do it. All right. You're there on set. I'm I'm I'm, not, I'm, I'm in the sound. No thanks. I'm in the sound stage. I'm like, is there a sound stage part without explosions? Like I can do that. <laughs> I'll do that part. But that's the thing, is like the only only the intro part where they're setting up the commando crew it only lasts like two or three minutes that's the only part that's not like in the jungle everything yeah. else is there the whole production is jungle based god that's nuts rare it must have been such a pain in the ass god okay uh so last had that been me um and this this for this one we'll get actually into the world of the movie uh like we normally do um so interestingly in in the the uh behind the scenes thing there was a whole segment devoted to the um the gatling gun that jesse ventura (laughs) jesse ventura's character uh carries through most of the movie it's this big ass um, I mean, it's it's like a, it's a handheld Gatling gun. Uh, they were saying in the interview footage that this this type of gun is usually designed to be attached to a helicopter, and it's it yeah. would be ridiculous for a person to carry it around a jungle um, because the ammo you burn through the ammo so quickly it gets way too hot. Um, but admi- admittedly, like it looks really cool to have like a you know a, a squad where with one of the guys just has this big fuck you gun yeah it, i mean it does it's completely impractical to carry around the jungle but um but yeah it's so badass yeah he was, he was <laughs> capping motherfuckers left and right too like he was just spraying um but say you're in the world of this movie where that that is a thing <laughs> that is normal and not you don't look twice at um so the the characters had different types of weapons i think arnold's default weapon was um this like automatic rifle that had like a grenade launcher attached to it yeah it was pretty cool uh i feel like carl weathers was just had like a pair of uzis or something or submachine guns that he was using um that's what i remember right um but take your basic you know gun trope or action movie trope guns um okay so had that been you what type of you could pick one gun to carry with you through the jungle say you have a basically unlimited ammo uh with whatever one you choose two-part question which gun uh are you going to choose for the gorilla attack segment and then after you realize there's a predator after you which gun or which weapon uh, are you going to have after that? Because keep in mind, 
uh well first of all one one of the guys had just a knife like that dude sunny um oh i want to talk about sunny yeah (laughs) we'll get to him um (laughs) and then uh yeah no he didn't have in in the end he didn't in the end he had just a knife because that was his plan right but uh, so what what were you gonna say about him about the actor yeah you were saying insurance companies run productions Talk about an insurance company running that production, saying he needed a bodyguard with them 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who is this man? So what is he? They said they need a bodyguard I, to protect other people from him. Yeah. So because... uh, here's, here's, the, uh, here's my had that been me segment. You're okay. on the production, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what's happening. You know what time it is with Sonny. Like, yeah, you know, basically stay away. Um, you're chilling, and then all of a sudden he sits down next to you. You're looking around. There's no bodyguard. It's like <laughs> nighttime. It's just you and it's just you and Sunny. Right. What are you doing with that? You just kicking it. You you gonna tell later? You snitching? Being like Sunny snuck away from the bodyguard, <laughs> or are you just like trying, um, trying to play it cool, survive that moment, and then and then decide what you're gonna do after that? Or uh, yeah, I mean, if he's it's so uh, just a little background. Like the reason they had this guy's name is Sonny Landum. Check out his Wikipedia page. This guy's a lunatic. Um, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> he's a big guy who's perfect look for an action action movie but he's just kind of a drunken asshole and he was causing he causes trouble he is known to do that but they guess they really wanted productions pretty much like i guess so but they really wanted him for this and so they said okay the insurance company said yes if you get a bodyguard to protect other people from him so yeah apparently 24 7 so anyway um in this scenario you've described uh yeah you gotta you gotta play it cool and kick it try to crack some jokes just and then eventually just say oh i gotta take a piss i'm going out into the drunk i'm going out into the jungle and then you just run into the jungle and then take your chances with the jungle and because no you don't because at, if it's dark at if it's at night he's almost certainly been drinking if he's if he's escaped his bodyguard and he's he's just he's looking for some shenanigans he's looking for mischief basically and you don't want any part of that no you don't want any part of his mischief no yeah that's for sure the what, what would you do bringing, i'd be nervous i'd be so nervous um you're just gonna run I'm, 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 <laughs> Just straight sprint, like run immediately. Look around, be like, "Hey, Sonny, where's uh, where's James? Hey, what's that? Yeah, no, you can't run because he'll 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 catch you. He'll he'll get that'll be a prompt to get up, and that's why I feel like you got to kick it a little bit and then be like, "Ah, oh, I really got to take a piss." Yeah, or like, oh, you know, I got an early call in the morning. I need to go to sleep. I was just out here looking at the stars, but you know, look. <laughs> Just out looking at the stars. I didn't realize it was so late. Um, I gotta go back. No, yeah. man, just hang out. Have a couple beers with me. Yeah. Oh, you know he's got. No, he's got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a couple beers. It'd be like he'd say, "Have a couple beers," and then pull a liquor bottle, like a whiskey bottle, out of his, out of right. his, his pocket. Pour that into like a, like a, a pint. <laughs> pour that into a pint glass. Nah, nah. These are sunny beers. <laughs> pint of whiskey. Pint of whiskey. <laughs> oh 
gosh, man. I got I didn't look at his Wikipedia, but I knew that he's been and I remember him in 48 hours. He was he was like a maniac in that movie. <laughs> was he really? I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. He's called like uh, I think his character's name was something Billy Bear, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I think he fucked, I don't remember who he fucked up. It was either Nick Nolte or Eddie Murphy, but they were after Billy Bear for a period. And okay. Then, All right. Yeah. Um, so back to your, the weapon. I'm, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. But am I telling on Sunny the next day? Like, oh, definitely telling not. Whoever? No, no, no way. No, no. I don't know, know why you think that's an option. That's an option you're presenting. Tell, tell on it. Oh, God, no. Tattle? Tattle on him? To who? You're still stuck there. I mean, in the, I, guess I, mean you, I guess you go, you tell the producer, hey, guess what? And then, you know, by the time it gets back to him, he knows who it was that said something. Yeah, he knows who yeah, are you, out No, with. this isn't, this would be like, so you, you, get walk, you walking into the ocean uh, with a bunch of rocks in your pocket? <laughs> no, there's no, under no circumstances you, that, that you took a piss, you ran into the jungle. Oh, well, if he asked you, oh, where'd you go, man? Oh man, I got I got turned around in that jungle. Yeah, I was see, out in that jungle. That's that's very easy. I was out in that right. jungle for like two hours. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't. I made it home. He's like, oh, okay, that's okay. Well, tonight when we hang out, um, <laughs> I'll make sure we'll make sure to stick together the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want that happening again, right, buddy? <sighs> boy all right so let's get back to the to the weapons the all weapon right. i'm i'm taking against the gorillas uh, first i like arnold's weapon i'm the gatling gun it's too it's too heavy and cumbersome you can't there's no maneuverability with that right yeah and it, it's once you start it going like you gotta basically just like go until it like the clip's empty basically yeah it's it, it, that wouldn't work for me i like i like the arnold um machine gun grenade launcher yeah combination i don't i think the guy i think shane black's character had a decent gun too something similar to that yeah but i don't really remember but i would go i wouldn't go with the double uzi like um carl weathers did mm -hmm. um, i want something a little bigger a little more firepower. So yeah, I think I would go with whatever the M16 with the grenade launcher attachment. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's, that, I think that's the winner right there. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if you're, you're going up against these gorillas too, like they're, they're they basically devolves into an all out, you know, gone bullet fest. Um, but I think you can, at least with that, you can, you can get some precision and maybe pick off a couple guards. I mean, well, once you fire, start firing shots, they're going to hear you. The, the game is right. afoot. Um, but I don't like. I feel like those those gorillas were pretty pretty heavily armed. And they were heavily armed. They had a lot of explosives. I, I think I'm sticking with the Gatling gun. Like I don't. I, I want to be like. I don't want there to be any question about whether anyone in front of me is going to be shooting at me at all like i know uh, just mow them all down i mean that's what yeah. they're there to do the gun is it's an impressive weapon I'll tell you that i mean as long um, as i as long as i i mean in this scenario i am strong enough to carry it and walk with it like <laughs> yeah like it's scenario <laughs> i mean um, arnold's gun is pretty cool 
in in its it seems pretty versatile and, and the grenade launcher attachment is is pretty key yeah that's what i like i like um, that vers versatility and the mobility that combination is very good yeah you know? yeah actually i don't know carl yeah carl weathers running around with two uzis like that Uzi, that was like, pretty badass though. I it looked that. good but like sh short barrel and like firing from a distance the bullets are gonna just be going everywhere yeah that see that part's no good you're right you're right in the jungle uh, all right and, and then going up against the predator then i'm still choosing the same weapon yeah yeah there's no finesse with that gatling gun it's like a hammer sledgehammer yeah you no know? pile driver Ooh. jack jackhammer yeah uh oh okay all right what else you got no it is um that's all i got uh hammer it's like a hammerhead shark just like throwing a hammerhead shark at somebody no. No, see sometimes i go too far um <laughs> yeah i guess i mean the thing is that the predator has got you want to talk finesse like predator's got that finesse so I don't, I don't know like i feel like i feel like the i think this is a predator rule too is like he adapts to whatever weapon you're holding so if you're only holding a knife he's not going to shoot you he will like do you he'll do hand to hand with you but if you're holding a gun then he'll just use his laser gun thing on you i think you're right in that uh, yeah that's part of the uh predator code of hunting ethics right <laughs> so I, I think um i don't know so in a way that that i mean if he can shoot you from a, he's invisible he can shoot you from a distance like there's no reason he would ever i mean he shot carl carl weather carl carl weathers he shot his arm off wait what, what carl are you talking about <laughs> carl carl lewis was there singing the national anthem predator couldn't take it predator couldn't take it so he killed him it might not be, you know, he could probably run away real fast. It might not catch him. Mm, uh, well, you might got me there. I don't know. Uh, up to the, he's not used to those hills, though. He's used to running on a level level track. <laughs> not ready for the, the Puerto Vallarta hills. He went to Carl Lewis. <laughs> Carl Lewis out there. Carl Lewis. Carl Winslow's out there with his, his six shooter. Yeah, you know, Carl Winslow would do terrible. <laughs> oh, wow, <man>. Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah, Carl Winslow would just be, he would be the first Carl Winslow would be out there, and then, like, fucking Freeze. Uncle would show up, mess him with, mess him with Carl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He'd be like, like Steve, yeah. get out of here. What are you doing, Steve? <laughs> but Carl, I'm supposed to go on a date with Laura. Where is she? Steve, this is not the time or the place. Look down, get down. And then he's dead. And then Steve is dead. Did both. I do that? Did I do that? Oh man. Can you imagine dying for Steve Oracle's stupidity? Oh, you'd be so uh, pissed off in the spirit world. Yeah. Like, Damn, this motherfucker. I'm gonna haunt your ass. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's why I'm saying. So you're you're saying uh, the Arnold gun. I'm saying knife. Okay, I like I that. Want... But you saw you saw what happened when Sonny took the knife. He just got fucked up immediately. Yeah, but 
I'd rather be fucked up, like at least going down with a fighting chance, that, rather than just from a distance, like some alien space laser just shooting you. Like, boom, okay, that's it. All right, like, all right. I, like that, I want. That doesn't make sense. Maybe you get like a tree branch. You can do some other stuff, right? I'm Even just running. I'm just running up, tackling, humongous. dive tackle, dive tackle, and try to get that knife mm. in his neck. And then the, if that goes wrong, then you know, so aggressive. I mean, it's a big, it's a big seven foot alien guy. You are fighting for your life, so yeah. Actually, I, I gotta. I I was I wanted to watch the movie too because I haven't seen the full movie in a while. But I may just go back and watch, go to YouTube and watch some of those clips. But I remember that that scene where Sonny dies because he, for some reason, cuts he cuts his chest with that knife. And it's part of his ritual. His, his ritual. I think he had the. I think he had. Was it a knife? Was it just a big ass knife, or was I think it, it was a machete? A big I ass... don't remember. Oh, it might have been a machete. Yeah. I I don't remember actually. I I feel like I have you know both what? in my mind. Yeah. 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 Same here. Wow, that's weird. Um, but regardless, well, he was definitely standing on that big log. Right. Like I I don't know why he chose that either. Like he'd be at a disadvantage fighting on a log. I think. I think though it's it's better for visibility, like just to make sure I because he can only come from one way. Then right, you know where he's coming from. Yeah, that too. He can only come from one way. I can see him clearly, as opposed to this jungle shit where he's basically invisible. Got me, get get me hemmed up from behind. Okay, all right, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you would have to feel pretty confident about your hand-to-hand combat skills. I mean, you get one of those sunny beers in you. You feel like you can do anything. Do anything. Oh, God. Oh, man. That scenario you described is like really. It's bothering you now? You think? Yeah, it has me on edge, man. Like that. You're just sitting there chilling, like playing a game of solitaire by yourself before you go to bed, or like you said, (laughs) reading your book. You're reading your book before you go to bed, and all of a sudden, Sunny rolls up. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, and then like as as you see him, you're looking around to see if his bodyguard is is there. Yeah. The slow realization that he's not, is, and you and you caught the cards fall out of your hands to the ground. Like, oh, hey, my man, what's up? Where's is? Are you here with Arnold or Bill or Carl or Jesse? Are they, where's? Nah, nah, nah. They didn't want to hang out. They they couldn't hang anymore. So I can't. I came to my main man. I came to my main man with some beers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh gosh! Like, what a thankless job that would be to be his bodyguard. You just sitting oh. around. He's probably just getting loaded, and you're like, "All right, just stay here." Well, you know, man. just stay here. You know, with this, with this Sony's personality type too. I can predict that or imagine that he's going to be like incensed that he has this and so he's going to be like well i'm going to make sure they get their money's worth and so right, he's going to be what I'm saying too. he's going to be fucking with he's he is going to be getting he's going to be fucking with the guard like so is this what is this what you like doing i'm getting i'm getting a hundred thousand dollars just just to play with guns and you got what are you making like 20 grand for this <laughs> asshole <laughs> <laughs> Probably doing all types of terrible stuff in there. Definitely. We need to find a documentary about that. This bodyguard, <laughs> bodyguard needs to write a tell-all. My time, me like me and Sunny. 
It's like me and Sonny. Whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be, that would be fascinating book. Oh, man. I guess, I bet I bet you the producers made him sign an NDA. Oh, he had to. There's no you way they let that bodyguard That guy's out. Because also, they're in like, you know, a, a big Hollywood film crew coming to like, small town mexico like you know that they, they were able to do whatever the fuck they wanted they sonny was fucking around Damn, he was rampaging i mean he was probably trying to play jokes on jesse and arnold and you know I yeah arnold wasn't having it jesse would probably take it too far he'd be like oh it's joke time now you guys yeah. don't know about seal jokes <laughs> and then like about these seal jokes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather deal with a seal joke than a sunny joke because a sunny joke is just going to be like just coming up on you and just slapping you in the face as hard as he can. It's like, it'll be like, yeah, that's right. Face slap, face slap, face slap, face slap. Okay, now do me, do me, do me, do me. Oh, that sounds, oh, <laughs> wow. That was really disturbing. Will you come up with that? Uh, that's some, oh, some dark, dark days, man. He's been in a bit of situation like that. That was terrible. I don't know. I can't. It's not something I can comment I on, said, on a podcast. You know. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not podcast materials. <laughs> oh, uh, that's awful. Yeah, that's the well. That is the type of sunny prank that you. I bet you would encounter. Ugh. Now do me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> face that, face that. Okay, let's wrap up. Uh, <laughs> this is this is unraveling. This, yeah, this is getting real disturbing and dark. Oh God! All right, eat some greens. <laughs> this was podcast episode sixty-five. We're out.